Welcome to God's Toolbox, the Bible. Here we connect the dots between God's Word and your real life experiences, challenges, and successes. Join us as we all get closer to living out God's purposes and His abundant life designed just for us. God bless you. afternoon. Welcome to our noonday service on today. Yes, Jesus is my joy. He's the, he's my salvation. He's the, the joy of my existence. And we just want to say thank you, Lord, for our presence here today. Let us begin with prayer. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to come before you this Wednesday a date we've never seen before, Wednesday, May 17, 2023. We thank you for this opportunity to gather together in fellowship, to love one another, to, to serve you, to learn of you. We thank you, Lord. We ask for your healing power on the sick that are among us. We call the name of Brother Robert Walker on today. We call the name of Sister Melissa Chance on today. We call the name of Sister Mildred Purnell. And we know, Lord, that you are able. And we just thank you and praise you for keeping them and for, for healing them thus far. And we just Praise you for what you have done and for what you will do in the lives of your people. We thank you, Lord, for those that are gathered here, every family that's represented. We ask your Holy Spirit to come into this place to teach us, to inspire us, to encourage us and to give us your word so that we can be that we can be witnesses of you in the kingdom as we have opportunity. I ask, Lord, that you would speak powerfully through me, that the words of my mouth may be acceptable in your sight. These things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The word on today comes from a familiar scripture in the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark chapter 10. And the verses will be Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. 
And today I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. And this is what it says, Mark 10 verses 13 through 16. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for, for bothering him. When Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. He said to them, let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth. Anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. So our, our topic, our title of our sermon for today is Be Like a Child. Be Like a Child. When I first started teaching, I didn't have a lot of experience with young children. In fact, I didn't have hardly any experience with young children before I had my own children. So I was shocked at the fact that young kids have personalities. I was shocked at their personalities and their demeanor. And I was honestly delighted with what I found out. Now, I'm not saying that every child is perfect, that children are perfect and that they don't need to be disciplined. But there seems to be special qualities that most children possess naturally. And that being said, I can honestly say that I understand why Jesus would be upset with his disciples for not allowing the children access to him. He knew the heart of a child and he said that we too must have a childlike faith in order to enter the kingdom of God. So specifically, what qualities do children have that we must emulate in order to enter, enter the kingdom of God ourselves? Well, I want to talk today about five important qualities that children have that we ought to also incorporate in our lives. The first one is that children are very honest. With them, there's no pretension. They don't pretend. With them, what you see is what you get. I started my teaching career in the upper grades, high school and middle school. So when I moved to the lower grades, especially first grade, six and seven-year-olds, then I realized that you really have to have a thick skin because children will tell you the truth. They'll tell you the truth. If your hair looks dumb, they're going to tell you. 
Miss So-and-so, why you got that funny looking hairstyle? If your clothes don't fit quite right, I remember I had some high-waisted pants one time and a, and a child said, why you, why you got your child? Why you got your pants pulled up over your stomach? That don't look right. <laughs> you know, kids are honest. They will tell you exactly, basically, what you need to know and that what you don't need to know. A little kid is the reason that I will never again mispronounce the word electricity. I had grown lax in my enunciation of the word. And as I was talking, I carelessly said the word electricity. Well, that child heard me and he looked up at me and he said, electricity? While proceeding to get out of his seat to do the twist with a look of glee on his face, he said, that's what you mean, teacher? Electricity? Horrified. <laughs> I quickly restated it. And I've never forgotten that lesson. The word is electricity. See, grown-ups might have laughed behind my back. And some may have even corrected me, but none of them would have done it with as much joy and memorabilia as that little boy did. Children are honest. They're honest. And that's a quality, a characteristic that we need to imitate. Another thing is they're easy to forgive. Children are easy to forgive. They can have a knockdown, drag out argument with their best friend. And if you leave them alone, a few minutes later, they're hugging and laughing and they can't even remember that they had a problem with each other. But us adults, we hang on to that thing so long that we can't remember the details. But all we know is that we're supposed to be mad at each other and not forgive each other. No, we should be like a child. Forgive. Let it go. That's how God wants us to be. The third thing is that we need to be like children when we see that. If you think about it and you look at children, you see that they're happy with most anything they get until we teach them differently. They don't, they don't know the difference. I've seen my children when they were younger take a cardboard box that I plan to throw away and have the most fun with it. I have this orange yoga mat that I bought some years ago. And my grandchildren, they have the most fun playing with that mat jumping up around it and on top of it and flipping and then and then after they get through exercising then they take turns rolling up each other like a burrito in a yoga mat 
something that's not even meant to be a toy. And that cardboard box pushing each other over the house, hiding under it, putting things inside of it. Children are happy with most anything you give them and they're just thankful for it. The only way they know different is that we teach them differently. But we ourselves need to be thankful for all that God gives us. Not just the expensive gadgets, the big house, the car, all of that stuff. But my point is that we need to be like children, appreciative just for waking up every morning. Waking up in our right mind. So many people don't know who they are in the world. But Alzheimer's and dementia stolen from them who they are and what they're doing. So to wake up in your right mind, that's a big thing to be grateful for. Being able to see the sun in the morning and the moon at night. Being happy for the simple things like kids are. Those are really the best things. And then the fourth thing, because we've talked about children being honest, about them being forgiving, about them being happy with the simple things. And the fourth thing is that they are very, children are very inclusive. Inclusive. They're willing to play with anybody. They, they, don't, they don't take any, any exception. If you don't believe me, go shopping with a young child, a baby even, and, and you, you pull your shopping cart next to another baby or child and watch them interact with each other. Once they spy each other, that's the beginning of interaction. You'll see them smiling and waving at each other and trying to talk to each other. And if they're close enough, they're going to try to hug and touch each other. There's no concern between them, whether the other child is black or white or Democrat or Republican or Christian or Islamic or rich or poor. None of that stuff enters into the mind of a child. None of the things that we as adults worry about, the things that stop us from conversing with one another, hindering us from, from interacting, those things don't hinder children. They don't think anything of it. All they see is a playmate. And they enjoy each other and they'll play with each other without ever seeing a problem unless we as adults teach them differently. So we need to be like that, more inclusive in our dealings with others. And then finally, the final thing that I think that we need to be concerned about is that children are very inquisitive. They're not afraid to ask the hard questions. 
Sometimes we ponder things and we wonder about things for years. Afraid to say what's on our minds. Afraid to ask God the, the hard questions. Like, God, why are some people blessed with so much and others with so little? God, why do we have wars? God, why do you allow people to be homeless? Those are hard questions. But have we ever stopped to ask God so that he can give us an answer that can lead us to a possible solution? No, we, we see those things and we refuse to ask. But children don't have those inhibitions. They ask whatever they want to know. One time when my son Jordan was a little boy, maybe about four at the time we were in the grocery store, and we came across a man in a wheelchair with no legs. And Jordan went right up to the man and he said, what happened to your legs? We were mortified that he would say that to the man. My husband apologized to him, but the man said, no problem. He said he actually preferred to be around children because they would come right up to him and touch him and ask questions. Whereas adults try not to ever make eye contact with him and pretended he wasn't there, like he didn't exist. Maybe because we felt bad because we had legs and he didn't. Or because we knew we couldn't do anything about him not having legs. But for whatever reason, we didn't ask any questions. And adults, as adults, we just didn't bother to get anywhere with the conversation. But because Jordan asked that man, the man went on to explain to him that his legs were injured and they didn't work, so they were cut off. And he and Jordan proceeded to have a full conversation re regarding whether he hurt or what all he could do and could not do. And the two of them became fast friends. The man felt good about the conversation. And so did Jordan. God wants us to converse with him. He wants us to ask him for answers and for guidance. He wants to communicate with us daily and easily, just like a child. So Jesus said to the disciples, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Be like a child. Be honest. Forgiving. 
happy, friendly, and inquisitive. And the scripture says, Then Jesus took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. Be like a child. God bless you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word on today. Simple and straight to the point that we need to take on the qualities that most children have. That we need to stop being unforgiving and unhappy. Stop lying to ourselves and to others. Lying to God. Stop not communicating with Him. We need to be better than that. And a little child shall lead them. We thank you, Lord, for your word and how you're teaching us every day, even through our children. We thank you. We praise you. And we ask that you would help us to move forward, do better, and then be able to help someone else do better as well. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's been a long time since I've unmuted you and allowed anybody to have anything that they would like to say, but I'm going to do that today because our sermon was a little shorter and we have a little bit of time. So if anybody would like to have a say today, um, you're welcome to go ahead and make an announcement or anything that you'd like to say to the group. Now is your opportunity. Yes, Reverend. Uh, I want to thank you for that that uh, awesome sermon, and it reminded me that uh, we should be like little children. After all, Jesus instructed the little children to come unto me, which means that we should get out of the way and let children be children. As a matter of fact, take note of them and how they come to me. And uh, I certainly appreciate that sermon today. It just reminds me of how we should be not only with Jesus, but also with one another. Thank you so much. Thank you. I also thank you because that brought back some of my old memories as well. And um, it was very, very informative and, and great. I thank you. Thank you. Well, if there's no one else, we're going to end our noonday service a little early today. I want to thank you as always for being on and being supportive. And um, I want to say that that uh, anytime you want to share the information with others, that will be greatly appreciated. 
Let them know that we uh, stick to our, our um, time format no later than 1230 from 12 to 1230. So if you invite someone who is working and they can take their lunch break at that time, now I don't feel like they'll be disappointed. But we want to thank all of you for for always being supportive. And I want to invite you to our Monday night Bible study as well. Um, if you go to lhsministries.com, you'll see the link there for Bible study. We're in the book of Acts of the Apostles. And this Monday coming up, we'll be studying chapters 9 and 10. Thank you again. Let us repeat our benediction. Now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Let us all say amen. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day.